Every one of us has a skeleton beneath our skin. Like, right there. Almost exactly like the skeletons you see hung up at Halloween or on bracelets on Buddhist wrists or on the flags of pirate ships. Just there, in our bodies, close enough to touch. I've never been able to get over this fact. There is a place called the Sedlec Ossuary in the Czech Republic. It's also known as the Bone Church. Inside, there are said to be between 40 and 70,000 people's bones used as decorations. There are bone candelabras, bone coats of arms, bone mounds, bone bunting, if you can call it bunting when it's made of human skulls. I'm not sure what the rules of bunting are. I went to the chapel when I was 17 with my friend Hannah. I'm glad we went. I'm not glad we went hungover. The chapel is the most amazing and gruesome thing I've ever seen. I still don't know how I feel about it. The artist, or maybe in this instance, interior designer, who created the decorations, was a woodcarver called Frantisek Rint. His signature is on the wall near the entrance to the chapel. It is written in bones. Rint was given this artistic commission in 1870 by the Schwarzenberg family. Before his transformation of this chapel, the bones had been simply stacked inside the ossuary by a half-blind monk during the early 14th century. The overabundance of bones for such a small site stems from 1278, when the abbot of the Cistercian Monastery in Sedlec is said to have travelled to Golgotha, the site on which, according to the Gospels, Jesus was crucified. He returned with holy soil, which he is believed to have sprinkled over the abbey's cemetery, turning this hitherto largely unknown chapel into a five-star burial site. Its popularity became particularly problematic during the Black Death in the mid-14th century and the Hussite Wars of the early 15th century. Quite simply, the graveyard was too popular to contain all the bones. Eventually, I guess, bunting seemed the most suitable solution. Before this unexpected visit to the Bone Church, I'd had few actual conversations about death whilst growing up. Nobody talked about death in any depth. I was fortunate enough not to have anyone close to me die until I was in my 20s. I'm still trying to be okay with the idea of my own death, but like many people, I'm absolutely not. Occasionally, people around me will start talking about death and they often say how they'd hate to live forever because they'd watch their friends and family getting older and dying and wouldn't that be awful and sad. In these moments, I nod my head like, yeah, yeah, absolutely agree that would be horrible, I'd rather die because I don't want to look like an unfeeling bitch. But inside, I'm mainly thinking, no fucking way, I'd still rather live forever than actually die. The only close reminder of death during this privileged childhood came once a year at Halloween. To this day, the sight of a skeleton hanging in paper chains around October time, all jangly limbed, occasionally wearing a top hat, compels my fingers to begin immediately prodding my own flesh. First, I examine my hands. I pinch the fingers of one hand with the thumb and index of the other, feeling for the bones, connected by the knuckles up to the fingernail tips. The fingernails are already dead, I'm told, like hair, which can be cut painlessly because it's dead. I find this weird. Growing up, I was sold so much crap about how important my hair was to my appearance and my femininity or prettiness and which new must-have product I should buy to make it more shiny than the last must-have shiny hair product did that when I learned that it was dead already, that hair, I started to find it a bit freaky. Just dead cells spilling out of holes in your head. Just a big heap of dead atop your head. I feel all the bones in my hand, and I wriggle my hand. Then I swap hands and feel the bones beneath the other. There is an actual hand skeleton there, I think. 
just like the one I'm about to hang on my wall to scare the shit out of my friend with when she opens the door. Then I feel my ribs, and I think of ribs and barbecue sauce, and that story I was told at primary school about Adam and Eve, and how women come second to men because they needed a guy's rib to be made from, and then got damned forever with labour pains and periods, all because they tried to make friends with animals and eat healthily. Then I feel for my backbone. If I'm feeling brave, I go to my eyes. I find this part the scariest of all. I feel the bones around my eye socket, and think of that hole that, for me, makes skeletons so frightening. Perhaps I watched Hitchcock's The Birds too young. Perhaps I watched every horror film too young. Perhaps I stupidly thought that watching horror films made me cooler and more mature, whereas in reality they just left me scared of the dark for the rest of my life. I've banned myself from watching anymore. I still cannot leave the shower curtain drawn without seeing a psycho blade. I cannot walk down a corridor at night without seeing two tricycles ridden by child ghosts. I panic when driving alone in case one of my daughter's dolls has come to life and has a creepy vendetta against me.